Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys podcast. My name is Lux, and with me, as always, it is my co-host. He's got to cut one wire, but if he cuts it, the other bomb's going to go off in 10 seconds. It's Griffin Davis. Okay, hold the phone. Before we started recording, you asked if we had seen Mission Impossible 6, if there was going to be a spoiler. That's not, That's a, not spoiler. a spoiler for That's Mission such Impossible such a generic oh, bomb no. reference. I'm very... Very into the dynamics of the gadgets. So for me, that's a big deal. Wait, but that's not a spoiler for six. They defuse bombs in every movie ever. Yeah, but only six has the one where if you defuse one bomb, it sets off the tripwire on the other one. I don't know. That but was... that wasn't part of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't spoiler material in the joke, I don't uh, think. I'm glad that I have backup, and uh, I'm excited to introduce my guests oh, man, uh, for, for backup for the rest of this episode. Yeah, because you're going to uh, need it. I'm coming out firing <laughs> oh, today, God. Griffin. I'm, I'm God, so takes. sorry. For days. Uh, bad manners. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I wasn't correcting you. I wasn't. I love that. I well, uh, uh, but uh, Lux, what have you been playing now that we've shamed you? Um, I actually re I got every download that game Massive Chalice that I used to play a lot. And I'm playing Massive Chalice again. Did you, did you ever play that game? Isn't that the game where if you die, then your son takes over or whatever? Yeah, or like the next generation yeah, of it's, your It's a game. Family? It's like a tactical RPG kind of thing where you're defending a kingdom over the course of 300 years. And so, like, you have to make sure people get married and have kids that so you can have another generations of soldiers and you have to marry the right people together to get the best possible, like, next generation of heroes. It's kind of like a dating sim strategy thing. It's more strategy than dating sim, <laughs> but there's a little bit of that in there. It's just like, you know, the, the main mechanic that makes it different from, like, your classic, like, XCOM or something is just that, like, the higher level the people who you get to have sex with each other are, the better their babies are at fighting. Sure. And so then, oh boy. But, but then it's like, look, I have this level seven guy who's really strong. I could retire him now and get some tough babies, but then I lose my strongest guy. You know what I mean? Because um, you can't be fighting wars and having babies at the same time. You one or the other stark divide. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, that sounds interesting. What system is that for? Uh, it's on, I play it on my laptop. On your laptop? Yeah, it's laptop, a, so you can get it on Steam. You're saying it's a Steam game. Well, I got it on good. Yeah. I actually got it on goodoldgames.com from back when I refused to use Steam for a while. Um, yeah, some kind of Steam alternative. You uh, know about this? No DRMs, baby. No DRMs. Yeah, no DRMs, baby. Hell yeah! And you can get Heroes of Mind Magic Three there for when I feel like it. Um, I like Steam. <laughs> yeah, Steam's oh, yeah. fine. I'm obsessed. I, I just buy games and I don't play them. I'm like, oh, it's on sale. Yeah, I don't have time to play. Yeah, games. Well, yeah. we make games like a dollar or two. You know, yeah. I've fully converted uh, to Steam. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. But Griffin, what about you, uh, Lux? I have to make a confession. I was even considering not mentioning this on the podcast. Um, if you say you've been playing Kingdom Hearts again, <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm very proud and open that. about Kingdom Hearts. I resubscribed to World of Warcraft. Oh no, Griffin, uh, but why? I know, but why? Well, there's a new expansion coming out, and there's been some crazy things happening in the lore of the game, and they made some videos, and that's what initially got me into it, uh, and I was nervous. But subscribing to World of Warcraft in 2018 is way different than like subscribing in like 2011. Uh, All right, so uh, I have two questions for you. What? One... Why is it different? And two, what's this lore bullshit? It's just way more satisfying. And you can play in little bursts. Um, the way they designed the game, like in vanilla WoW and all the early years, is like the 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 lengths between like moments of satis satisfaction or achievement are so long that you have to put so much time into it to get them. Uh, but like with the game now, it's like really fun to play for an hour. Um, oh. And so in that sense, it's like not that 
hard to get addicted to it or feel like you have to play uh you know invest like you know six hours to play or something like that sure. uh, so it's like really easy for, to put up and put down and uh legion was really great and i'm playing that on the way up for battle of azeroth so i don't know it's fun i'll play it for like 60 hours and then drop it you know like a normal uh, game sure um all right, well, what's uh, the, the lore, lore is, that's what i care about uh, honestly the lore is that the leader of the horde burned down the world tree and that's really fucked up and everyone's really pissed uh basically the alliance and the horde i'm god I'm just anyone that ever listens to this is just <laughs> it's yeah, called well, the Game is, Boys. It's not this is the like. content people crave is us talking about the nerdy shit that we like. It's literally the, the whole show. Is it okay. the, the Horde of the yeah. Lions have always been fighting each other, but there's always been a third party greater bad guy. There's always been demons or the Lich King. Uh, there's always been a bigger bad guy that made them have to work together to fight. But now there's no big bad guys. And they're like, well, now we are back to fighting each other. Uh, and I think that's kind of interesting. So I'm interested to see to Warcraft how they, one. yeah, how they how they explore that some more. Um, so that's what I've been playing. We'll see if how long I, get, I play. I hope Next I episode, get we're gonna get here. We're gonna turn on your eyes. You're gonna be all squinty, and you're gonna have not gone outside for like six days, and you're gonna be covered in potato chips. Which is just I mean, that's pretty much already me. Um, yeah. So World of Warcraft can't do much more damage. But it's true. You're enough inoculated. about me and World of Warcraft. Let's get to our very exciting guest we have on the podcast Ooh. today. Uh, he is an improviser he's a sketch comedian that's true he's an all-around funny guy and mm-hmm. uh if you have ever been to a theater in la he's probably performed at it mm-hmm. uh matt harbour i'm just talking <laughs> hey, to my ass now welcome hello <laughs> welcome to the How podcast you doing? uh thanks for having me thanks, yeah, for, thanks coming, for coming man, man. welcome to uh, the show yeah yeah now uh I, I you're you're also a gamer right you play games yeah yeah i i uh two years ago i became a father so it slowed down a lot okay. uh that's the me buying things on steam and not playing them mm-hmm. i think i have played uh 15 minutes of dead island oh. i was like this looks <laughs> like a fun game if i had time to play mm, it no is it not good was the right okay amount. good yeah, yeah dead <laughs> island gets boring fast okay <laughs> I, I got chased by a couple zombies i'm like this looks like fun i don't have time for this yeah, well the rest of the game would just be getting chased by a couple more zombies a lot more okay. times yeah i imagine once having a kid it's i mean it goes down to you know like 10 minutes or something like that has that changed the game that you play uh definitely uh ones that i can pick up and play for like a little bit at a time like, like RPGs are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like RPGs are kind of out. I don't think I've played an RPG. Probably the most in-depth game I've played since she's been born has been uh, the Zelda, the Switch Zelda, the Breath of the Wild one. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's an in-depth game. Oh, that's, it's, yeah, that's, but you can still kind of you know do one of the in, little miniature miniature trials and then keep moving on. Yeah, that's right. a game that that's a game that's like as in depth as in depth as like you want it to be. Like you yeah. can play that game pretty easy breezy or you can play that game like very focused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you were an early switch adopter. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm well, that was another thing is like having domain over my television is a hard thing for me to do. Sure. So having a game, <laughs> having a system that's like technically a console, but I don't need a TV and I can oh, just huddle in the corner. Wow. Like switch is the ultimate dad <laughs> device. I, 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 know I never saw this angle. Yeah. I don't think like advertise. Wow. In response to like, Oh my God, this is a next level dad thought. This I'm, is very I'm, good. I'm surprised they don't advertise it that way yeah, because yeah. like people that are my age, totally. you know, a lot of them have kids yeah. A lot of them are the people that grew up on Nintendo and like 
I always have what do you have like a second system in your bedroom like you know like a second whole TV setup and everything like yeah just so that your kid can be in the living room that's like so much extra setup yeah and it's, it's also much. like I'm supposed to be watching her technically sure, sure, so sure. you know you I'm should a father. be in the same room right, <laughs> yeah. with a toddler yeah sorry uh, we're on a new <laughs> um, campaign the orcs and the humans are are <laughs> at it again has burnt the world tree I should not I should not write World of Warcraft uh uh. Storylines: The orcs and the humans are at it again. Honestly, it's just like a sitcom version. That's about as depth as it gets. That's, okay, that's about as deep as it gets. A lot uh, of people like crossing their arms. Spilled coffee at the horde roast, and things are getting <laughs> yeah. messy over here. Oh, I would love a MMO sitcom. <laughs> if you could somehow write a multi. I, I keep on wondering when video games will, won't be niche enough that they could have something as big as like a mainstream as that. Yeah, like yeah. friends like too. The one where Luther burns Thrall's ribs. Like, <laughs> no, I'm that, talking more like, you know, like right now we have like the Big Bang Theory, right? Right. That's like more about general nerds, you know? Like, right. Uh, I'll be interested to see like when there's a TV show that's like strictly just about gamers. Right. Is like there when one? Is, when is there going to be one about like an esports team house? Right. And all like the wild antics they get months away from Yeah. I, I think like we got to go internet. I think it would be hard to get network to buy something that niche. Yeah. You think, Griffin, you I think gamers we need to TM this idea and write this pilot real fast. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm sure there isn't 10 crappy pilots of this already. Yeah, but see, this is, this is, you gotta have a little more confidence because like the whole, if you're gonna, there's 10 pilot crappy pilots of everything. That's like the thing with pilots. You just have to write the not crappy one. Speaking Ooh, of which, uh, honestly, you, seems like probably not us to be fair, but yeah. you should try. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of crappy and YouTube, I'm kidding. Uh, but I was, you was thinking of YouTube. Uh, you made this really funny video called Mario Speedrun. Yeah, uh, I, I pretended to have the world record. He, he pretended to have the world record for speedrun, uh, and then he's like, "Let me show you how to do it." And he starts like taking through the level, and then after a few minutes of the level, uh, he just starts like summoning a demon or like, "What do you summon Satan?" Yeah, I you summon like, Satan. I su- sell my soul. <laughs> to get the best Mario it was really fun it was really ex- well done. that's do you do extremely a lot of, relatable uh, do you do video game stuff with your humor a lot or uh, I I have done a little bit of it and I was just I was just thinking of writing sketches specifically for the internet so I was like oh what's a thing I look up on YouTube and I'm like Mario speedruns for some reason like if there's a Mario speedrun I'll watch it uh, so I was just kind of like using that as a sounding board I think I'm going to have a Fortnite video up, but I think I'm going to be the 390,000th person to make one. <laughs> but I'm hoping I have an angle on it that isn't uh, already uh, Now, done. I don't see a lot of comedy video game stuff. Like, you're seeing a lot of comedy Fortnite videos already? Like, yeah. I see in-game stuff. I see a funny play or a funny moment that happened in a game, but I don't see it, like, contextualized outside of the game. It's usually, like, because I get a lot of um, targeted parenting humor because Facebook has found just out that I, I'm a oh parent. No. So, like, there's a lot of, like, my kids Second are playing. dad realization of the podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. It's like to be a dad. I'm sorry. Because like, Facebook figures out. For Windows. <laughs> yeah, Facebook figures out, and then they just send you that content. And a lot of it's cheesy, but some of it's, like, funny, but it's sure. only funny to me because it's, yeah. like, funny because it's relatable. It's right. like, yeah, that is what it's like to relax, to try and relax. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That is what relaxing is like. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's just like moms rapping about their kids playing Fortnite. Oh, you know what I mean? So okay. they're, they're the one step uh, removed. Uh, so in order for me to get this content, I have to have a kid. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> just keep doing the podcast, man. That can be your child. Yeah, this is a one-way ticket to Kidsville, Griffin. Yeah, uh, but uh, so 
where are you from? And were video games like a part of your life always? Oh, yeah. I was um, a very I was like an indoor kid, not to mention another uh, uh, gaming podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was that one with that. Uh, Come on, on Johnny, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Are they still doing kids. that? Uh, I have no idea. I don't okay, think so. I stopped listening to podcasts. That's another thing <laughs> that uh, that went the way of the Dodo two years ago. <laughs> I don't know why that that is. But anyway, uh, yeah, I was definitely Probably in, a uh, healthy choice. Yeah, I was uh, I was an indoor kid. Um, I grew up in West Virginia. I moved out. Uh, we're here in L.A. If you don't know, listeners, I moved out here in uh, 2006. So I've lived there and here. Uh, yeah. And I just uh, was obsessed with video games. What was your first console? Uh, the Atari. The Atari 20. The, the Atari, Whichever Atari was right before the NES. That's a 22, I think, right? Or 28, something like that? 22 or 20. Pitfall, Pitfall 2. Yeah. Those were the games think, for it. I believe the uh, the whole classic Ninja Golf was available on that uh, console. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, there are a lot of really good games for the Atari uh, just because they had such um, few mechanisms they could work with, like to make a satisfying game with just like, you know, I don't know, like a 256 by 256 grid where you can just put squares like yeah. it's pretty impressive. That's why Ninja Golf was always a favorite game of mine. Just that like it was so clearly the result of um, creative limitations where they were like, we can't make a golf game that's anything like golf and we can't make a ninja game that's like any kind of cool ninja stuff. We can make a game where you hit a golf ball, walk towards it, and sometimes to fight a ninja on your way to the golf ball. Uh, I do like, not yeah. remember this game. I love uh, yeah, that look idea. It up. It's really, hold on, I'll, I'll pull up the copy really fast. And ninja golf is some real... It reminds me of uh, Base Wars. Do you know Base Wars? It's an NES game where when you try to tag, you're all robots, and when you try and tag someone out, uh, it turns into like a Street Fighter style fighting match. Okay. And nice. then they get out or safe depending on how the Street Fighter oh, match that works. Cool. <laughs> Very yes. cool. So Ninja Golf is, a, is an Atari 7800 video game which combines okay. scrolling beat-em-up and golf gameplay. Released in 1990, it later gained renown for its outlandish subject matter and unique blend of gameplay styles. So yeah, you basically just hit a golf ball towards a thing then fight some ninjas to go hit it again. So. A plus game for my A Atari. plus game. A plus yeah. game. Uh, yeah, but the first one I remember getting is the NES because it was just, a, I think it was my older brother's. Sure. Uh, so that was the first one where I was like, I want that. And then Christmas happened. I was like, yay, I got the thing. Yeah. And what kind of games have you like orbited around as you've kind of got up? Like, do you play a lot of games or is a certain genre that you're super into? Um, I'm definitely very loyal to all Nintendo brand games sure. like i played every almost every mario every zelda um mario kart but i really like the first one and then i just play the other ones the first one is um, hard huh i the, like it the yeah. first one's hard i yeah. think someone had it at a party recently uh and i tried playing it and i it could barely play it it's yeah like the controls are difficult the mechanics <laughs> are are very like more less smooth mm -hmm. yeah i like that some very old games are hard just because people weren't totally sure how a game was supposed to work oh yeah i mean there's the whole like um nes ninja turtles game has yeah. any have either of you earnestly tried to play that game no it's oh, yeah. videos. It's i once did an it's art project in college where we projected it on a lady's stomach while she ate pizza and i played the video game and that's what <laughs> oh, art yeah. is because i went to weird college man i miss college <laughs> um, uh, but it's uh, art because it's on a lady's tummy <laughs> <laughs> i love it 
Um, um, it's yeah, hard the, it's the really underwater hard. level in that game is out of control difficult. It's insanely yeah. hard. Uh, slash that, broken. And also Battletoads with the, the Metan newspaper level or whatever, where to jump over the things. Yeah, There's, we talked about yeah. that a lot on our Lost Levels episode with Sam Brown. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I love Battletoads. So, yeah, yeah, you're a huge Nintendo fan, which is interesting why you've brought on this game for this episode. Yeah. Uh, and I think before we talk about it, we should get into a little bit of history oh my God. about this game. <clears throat> Bungie is a game development company started in 1991 by Alex Seropian. Focusing on the Macintosh game market because it was smaller and easier to compete, Bungie became the biggest Mac developer with games including the shooters Pathways into Darkness and Marathon. The first Halo game was announced on July 21st, 1999 during the Macworld Conference and Expo. It was originally planned to be a real-time strategy game for the Mac and Windows systems, but later changed into a third-person action game when Microsoft gave them the opportunity to release their game on a fledgling new console called the Xbox. Halo was not intended to be the Xbox's flagship game due to internal concerns and gaming press criticism, but Microsoft VP of Game Publishing, Ed Fries, did not act on these concerns. Instead, he doubled down and released Halo as a launch title for the Xbox gaming system on November 15, 2001. The game is often cited as the main reason for Xbox's success, and it began what is commonly regarded to this day as one of the greatest games of all time. This time, the boys take on their biggest game yet with Halo Combat Evolved. Okay, I forgot the subtitle. Yeah, me too. I forget. We just called it Halo 1. You realize we call it Halo 1 because we prefer the one to replace Combat Evolved. That sounds like a sequel title. (laughs) No. Evolved sounds like it's the second one. No, yeah, it's like Halo Reloaded. (laughs) It's like to go back to... To go back to... uh, to Warcraft again. Isn't the first Warcraft called Warcraft Orcs and Humans? Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, and then it becomes Warcraft 2, and then Warcraft 3. There were just longer names back in the day, I think. Yeah. Everyone was just um, more patient. They had time for long names. Nowadays, it's like, you can't even have vowels in the names of your shit. It's gotta be like, KLR, Killer, my new app. For Hitman. Sure, 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 sure. They're also running out of domain names. They're yeah. just like, uh... Uh, oh, PQX. Yeah. And because now you can, for domain names, now you can just add stuff like dot pizza or dot website or dot yeah. style. Oh man, if you want to spend $17 to look unprofessional, <laughs> buy one of those domain extensions. Yeah, yeah totally. If you're a real idiot, make it like uh, I write books dot website. Yeah. <laughs> Matt dot actor. $17. Dot $17. That's the receipt you get is the last <laughs> part of the domain name no. all right boys let's talk about halo because this game I, is a classic yeah I, I don't even think that we have the the right to talk about this game you know well, there's some <laughs> leviathans that you just don't touch if, oh, if I'm we gonna didn't make do all mad. the things you didn't think oh, okay, we had a I'm right excited. to do we wouldn't have a podcast <laughs> so why'd you pick this game matt uh so i was trying to decide like what what angle to take uh of a game to pick i was like should i pick the game that i think like is the best game like should i pick the game that like has interesting mechanics or should should i pick a game that like um was like a moment in time right and so this game came out when i was in college and when i was in college i lived in a house with uh three other dudes so it became very much like there was like a group of games we played at this house halo was one of them uh smash brothers it was i probably sent you all the ones oh we played toe jam and earl you said (laughs) perfect dark yeah Uh, there was a whole thing so we had all of these like inside (laughs) jokes just based off of um 
playing all of these games and we even would invite people over because you could do the xbox link mm-hmm. and we literally took one of these rooms and we had a, a roommate that was not into gaming and was not happy we were doing this because <laughs> we did it for like the whole weekend but we literally took all the couches in the room and put them in the center of the room facing away from each other and then put four tvs on the four walls oh, fuck and then yes dude <laughs> yeah it was like it was like a an insane nerd That's land party incredible. house i want to do that right Right now. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been trying. I've been thinking about how I could try and re- uh, recreate this as an adult. And I probably can't. I, that time is probably past. Right. That'd be difficult. We always talk in, the, in on this podcast about like how we just wish we could play more games in the same room with other people. Yeah, I hate online. I can't play. <clears throat> I, I hate playing anyone online. Part of why Even if I know best. them. Yeah. Huh? That's part of why Nintendo is the best because Nintendo because they is, don't know how to do online. <laughs> they yeah. can't figure it out. They can't yeah. figure it out. Go seven menus deep. Find your friend code. Mail it in a postcard to <laughs> yeah. your friend. Have them use the secret decoder ring and then <laughs> throw maybe that into the fire. Friends. Throw that into a fire and then uh, pray get to the, the ashes notarized. Have them stamped. Yeah. Uh, Xerox and sent home. But yeah, and then yeah, your it, friends. The, but that's the thing with the Halo. Really, like I mean. There were multiplayer games for sure, obviously before Halo. Um, but Halo was at least for me uh, the first game where it was like, "Hey, after school on Friday, we're all going to like Rodney's house and we're going to sit down and we're going to play Halo until Monday morning." And when you go yeah. back to school, definitely, like yeah. that was the real shit, and that was so cool and new and exciting and like and i was looking at the maps they're still a lot of them are still really good um uh, they released a map i guess a, ch- a collection for the xbox one or something like i think i saw that versions. you shared it on facebook um didn't you? Uh, uh maybe or maybe i was talking about a different remaster shadow of the colossus maybe oh, i saw uh, blood gulch on someone's facebook oh no i, thought it was I you. did post a picture of blood gulch yes on <laughs> game boys pod just as a throwback thursday uh oh, but but, but, uh, but maps like blood gulch exactly an iconic thing and i think some of these maps aren't even that well designed but like something about them was iconic right yeah there were two bases they warped to each other right am i Uh, remembering i just a different one that's like a halo 3 map um, yeah, blood what was the blue thing? Wasn't there a blue thing on both of the you? bases? Oh, it launched that, you. That was Halo 3. Oh, dang. That was a map on Halo 3 that was an ode to Blood Gulch. Different, similar map. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Blood Gulch just had a place where everyone would crash their warthogs. Yeah. Uh, where, but like, yeah, like uh, it had maps that were really cool and it had uh, vehicle combat um, and it had a really, really weighty, fun sense of like shooting and movement. Uh, I, it was one of the first online experiences that I'd, that I'd ever played. And, and it was like one of the best for, for years. Yeah. yeah. I also remember it was the first game where like melee was like a thing in a shooter game. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. And that like blew my mind because I'm not that good at shooting. Or shooter games in general, but I could be like, oh, if I can get close enough to this guy, I can black him with this gun, and then that's a kill, baby. That's a uh, kill, baby. <laughs> and like, I, I'll take that all day. And like, and that oh, was yeah, the thing punching in the back kills immediately, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Um, or like sticky grenade, but like the, also like sticky grenades were a crazy thing. Yeah, there's. I mean, well, if you want to talk more about the weapons, yeah, like sticky grenades were, were great. Um, and also just the fact that you only could have two weapons. Uh, oh, right. Actually, made you have to have make choices like, uh, oh, like I want to have this loadout so I can fight this way. Uh, right. I think games earlier than that we're like oh take as many weapons as you want and stuff like that or you get and one like, or you get one and then like this halo is like okay i have a shotgun sniper or something like that you know here's how i play with that that loadout 
Um, and the shields. The shields were a big thing. That's too. a yeah. Huge that was Halo thing because uh, he ran out of shield and then your health and your health didn't replenish right your shield replenished yeah yeah that was the first game where like uh being like ah this is too scary i'm gonna hide and let my shield heal back so there wasn't like uh choosing when to fight and when not to fight became a lot more of the strategy because like your health wasn't like oh i i took some damage right who cares because that's gone forever mm-hmm. so like and that that also made skirmishes so if someone tries to sneak up on you and just gets a few shots you could like yeah. hide have a chance and then, to recover yeah, it, it balanced the game in a little bit it was great for multiplayer and it was great in the campaign because what it allowed was uh more interesting ai that would all attack you at once like yeah. there'd be rooms where like all five aliens would like attack you at once in a game with no shields you would like have taken damage and then had to go find a health pack and that like yeah. would have really slowed the game down instead giving it shields like allowed for these really big maps you know like uh, i remember the first level like where you crash on, on halo and it's just big big expansive world you know and the people can shoot you from far away or from wherever you know and you can take lots of damage but if you just had to get health packs all around the map it, that would slow everything down like the yeah. shields really made everything like faster and more interesting and allowed for like the ai to be harder i think yeah how could you imagine how bad this game would be if it was a real-time strategy i'm talking about yeah. your intro that yeah. you read at the I top know. it blew my mind if I it was yeah, just there's, there's, starcraft with dudes with helmets i saw instead footage of that's what it looked like terrible yeah that well, sounds well, awful. eventually they made that game yeah i know i i and wait, it's what? bad <laughs> yeah you've been played halo wars no dude i after like halo 3 i pretty much tapped out of the, of the game they made a they made like an rts like top down thing and then they i think they made a sequel too it's whoever made that original game before they changed the concept <laughs> they were like i made it i was three-fourths of the way done yeah 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 I'm gonna uh, make it it feels like it came from that time yeah man that is crazy um yeah I, the, there's nothing about this game that felt particularly rts like when you said that, I was very surprised because that there's nothing about this game yeah. that seems that are, aside from the fact that there's like a bunch of different vehicles. Yeah, I, I mean, there was a major crunch, and like the fact that this game is so good is is it's crazy because they had to really scrap stuff together, and that is yeah. why certain levels <laughs> in Halo feel kind of like they go on forever, like it's just the same couple rooms because it seems like they kind of ran out of time at the end. Yeah, um, but a few they, levels I can mention, like uh, the first level where you meet the flood goes on for a long time in the library. I'm going to that room running through that for like an hour. Uh, and then there's a sequence towards the end where you're running through like a ship that just goes on forever. I mean, the, but the, but that's part of the thing. Like the real key to this game at the end of the day is a uh, is Master Chief, the Master Chef himself. Like sure, sure, sure. Such a like. Not really a character per se, but like with all the stuff you learn around them and like the stuff you go through, like a really good avatar for a game in a way that like, I don't think there's really been one since Mario that's gotten this quite as much like cultural cachet as Master Chief. Yeah, he's the Clint, yeah. he's the Clint Eastwood of video games. It's you know? really good character design. Yeah, like, he just looks cool as shit. <laughs> he just looks cool as shit. Yeah, he's like, project that onto a lady's belly. Eat some pizza. <laughs> Look, man, if I could have made a career out of articulations like that, I would not be doing this. I'll tell you that shit right now. Oh my god, if I could just play video games, the belly's decades. dried up. The yeah, look, after I did that once, everyone's like, you get one of those. <laughs> you get one, no if more. you're going to be an art guy, you get one of those. And you have to go back to doing real things again. Yeah, he was cool, but they they really tempered his 
kind of stiff soldierness with this other voice, like Cortana. Uh, right. It's your AI sidekick. And so I think that really uh, that really helped balance the like the energy and the mood. So what was what was y'all's uh, uh, loadout? Oh, I load out. I have no I mean, idea. Change, I change all the time. But, but did you have a, a fave? Well, the well, everyone's favorite is obviously the pistol, and anyone else's answer is wrong. Uh, pistol is the best. You get to just like cap fools from really far away, and it was super overpowered. Uh, that weapon was really great. Nah. Well, the pistol's what I like too. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell, I tell you any choice you make is wrong. Oh no, I think I I am known among my friends as being a cheap game player i i do cheap moves i i am the person that energy like sword rpg guy throws the sand in people's eyes <laughs> like i do all the heal moves so i probably i probably found somewhere in the level to hide and got a sniper rifle nice. and waited until two of my friends were fighting each other and then would laugh and kill them both sure, sure. Part of part of this game is me trolling my friends like <laughs> right, a lot yeah. of this game like i i would i would do very bad choices in the game just so I could punch people in the back of the head <laughs> and get the sneak kill, even oh, if yeah. it meant that I lost. Uh, oh, but so time. you played a lot of multiplayer. Did you like, uh, did you connect with the campaign? Uh, the campaign I thought was good. It's It doesn't stick with me as well as the multiplayer. The multiplayer is like, I would say, I mean, I got through the campaign. Uh, it was interesting because it was like the first time the AI would like um team up kind of yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. they'd all like and they react to you and they'd hide behind things yeah well, like they wouldn't just walk and be like oh you have to shoot me this many times yeah. before i die they'd be like no i'm gonna hide behind a rock i'm like what yeah and then they're like hey the three of us are gonna hide behind this rock and i'm yeah. like oh you sons of bitches yeah or they would they would like scream when they saw you yeah or like if you killed their captain the little ones would run away yeah like, these are all like little details that like made it i don't know really cool yeah, yeah. it's crazy that that was um, a rush job. Yeah. Right? It does not seem like a rush job and that people were like, don't release this. Yeah. 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 They were telling them not to. Yeah. We've got Clippy. We've got Clippy's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> the I new Microsoft's mascot? Yeah, what were the other had games Clippy. instead that they wanted to push PlayStation? As, as like their Xbox? Yeah, what was the early? PlayStation had I Metal mean, Gear. They had like a Wave Runner game, I think, right? That was like you on like a jet ski. I think that was N64, right? Well, Kung Fu Fury or whatever was for the Xbox. That was anyways, a great game. I can't imagine what oh, they were that was pushing good. instead. Um, but I remember that when I got the game for PC, it was it was like one of I played. Oh, I, right. I played a few games, but I got played it on PC first. And it was like the, it was one of the first like I would say like adult sci fi games. I felt it felt yeah. more adult to me than anything I'd played before. You know, yeah. it was like soldiers and death and you were stranded and you were on a sci fi planet. And like that, it was you know the, the floods scared me as a kid yeah um it was yeah. it was definitely like it felt like a new more adult experience it was one of the first it was rated m i think right i think so one of the first rated m games i'd ever played yeah i think the reason I mean, and halo is, is sort of an important game in, in my like life history too and i think part of the reason for that for me is that like well documented on the show and probably you can tell already from just being on for half an hour matt is that like i'm deep into the deep nerd shit like I oh, love yeah. the sci-fi and I love the fantasy shit and I've been reading like reading those books playing those games so I was very little because my dad's into that shit too and then Halo came out and it was one of the first games where my friends who were more like 
we like to basketball and sometimes yeah. comic books, but we're not really going to read the Terry Brooks's trilogy about the sword of Shannara. Yeah, you're right. right. It was mainstream sci-fi. Yeah, it was mainstream sci-fi in a way that I didn't like have access to as like a little kid. And so totally. it was like the first time my friends were like, spaceships are dope. And I was like, totally. I've been saying that for I, I, years. <laughs> um, but it was a cool yeah. thing that like it brought a lot of my friends who were into that into that world. Um, and then yeah. I was like, hey, you guys should read Larry Niven. Yeah, I remember also like one of the first times the cool kids in middle school, like and me ever having a conversation we connected on was like talking about like Xbox and Halo. Yeah, like yeah. totally. It that was really crossed some boundaries. It was definitely the beginning of that kind of literacy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely was. Way, which is and Halo was so cool and mysterious. It was like, what is this thing? It's like planet i don't know it was really cool and master chief didn't talk he just looked like a badass and everyone was like oh man that guy is sick i'm i am super into the protagonist not speaking in games did he not talk at all i I think think i think there were cut scenes so he talks in the second yeah i can't think if he but he doesn't talk much he's not like take that sure 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 yeah like he's not giving speeches. Uh, uh, I, uh, this is a sidebar, but uh, what was it? Was it the one where Mario has a water gun? Uh, there was one where like they gave Bowser a voice, like an actual speaking oh, voice, other yeah. than being like, Warchner. Like there was one where he was like, well, son, I guess we got to pack it up and go home. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? All right, Morton, Lemmy. No, he, he does talk. He does talk. But why does he talk? Will why? Know. Why is that his voice? Like every other sound bite was like, Roar, and now he's just like, "Hey guys, who wants some candy?" Hey, Lemmy, Roy, get in the car. You're gonna be late for school. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I know about those Bowser children. Like, don't don't do that. They're oh, the yeah. weirdest. Um, but why, so why do you? What I I tend to agree. But why do you like a? Uh, a game protagonist who stays fucking quiet because like you can get more into being the protagonist if you're not if you don't label them so much you can more pretend that you are them if they're not talking because you're not talking if that makes any sense oh yeah so like someone says something to you and your character nods and you're like yeah i'm nodding sure and they were going for an immersive experience like these games like the first couple of hails always start with you waking up yeah in your suit and then like having you look up and down left and right like every game like so many games have ripped off halo since yeah. then like every game since halo starts with you like looking up and down and like a character instructing you to move your head yeah you know well, halo also was like one of the first games to really use like the two stick aiming like oh yeah mechanics and i remember that it was it was inverted by default and it took i never to this day i can't use inverted targeting controls um and i would just have a terrible <laughs> time as a child I yeah it was forgetting the first how game. to aim it was the bring, first game i didn't do inverted because on golden eye i would do Inverted, but that was like the CC buttons. Yeah, yeah and GoldenEye was designed that way for the dumb controller that the system yeah. was on. Oh my oh, god, yeah, the, th- the three hands monstrosity the of trident. the N64. <laughs> I will defend any Nintendo decision other than Virtual Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Any Nintendo decision it that is isn't Virtual Boy. the person who designed that Boy. controller had a mutant child with three hands and never left their house and was like, I've crafted the perfect toy for my Brian and everyone's like, oh, Derek, you were supposed to make a controller for normal humans. It was like too late. It was obviously like people being too scared to 
to move people into a 3D gaming platform because they're like, they had the D-pad. They'll be really scared if we give them a stick because it was like <laughs> the first controller with a stick, right? Or maybe, no, because there was the Dreamcast that, that preceded. Anyway, they were around the I same, don't know. They were, they were around the same time, though. But I think it was like, oh, we're scared people aren't going to want to use uh, yeah, a control risk. stick. Sure. So they're like, okay, we'll just have both. And they can just put their left hand <laughs> in either one. Yeah, the Dreamcast, luckily... They had two stakes. They know what they were doing. They made Power Stone the best fighting uh, game of all time. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of alternate games to pitch. because uh, I have some satisfying game moments that have a lot to do with that ridiculous controller. Well, we're gonna run out of guests sure. in like two weeks, so <laughs> we'll be back on eventually. Yeah. Uh, well, if, the one if we haven't driven you about, away. Um God damn it, Lux. What? <laughs> I'm just doing a thing that you do 24-7. <laughs> I get one. So. All right. So let's talk. One thing we haven't talked about really at all is the vehicles in Halo. And that was also yeah. a huge, huge part of what Humongous. made it so cool. Jumping um, in the Warthog. Jumping in the Warthog. The Banshee. The Ghost. Mm-hmm. I loved the Ghost. The Ghost is my favorite. Um, And so, yeah. Like, what. Did you have a personal favorite or personal technique that you preferred to use with those things? Because I. Yeah, I certainly did. But I don't, I don't know about Ian. Did all of those exist in the first one? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think that the maybe Warthog Halo definitely did. Warthog definitely. I think Halo 2 might have unlocked more vehicles for sure. I think the ghost was in Halo 1. Yeah. Um, I know Halo 2 kind of threw it all at the wall and kind of gave us a lot more vehicles. I think the Warthog is my favorite because yeah. uh, you have to use teamwork in order to use it. Like yes. the ghost, you can drive yourself yeah. and shoot people, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, yeah. right? It's Shot like lasers vehicle. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Warthog was like, you had to get in the Warthog. You had to drive away from the team you're not on. You had to find your friend. Be like, get on the thing! Yeah. And then just drive around and... and yeah, yeah, you're right. Are, your friends. Yeah, it's like, uh, I guess there are some shooters now that are trying to be more co- cooperative like that, but that was one of those big, like, cooperative moments where you had to, like, work together. Yeah, or if you were playing free-for-all, like I often did, you'd get in the Warthog, try to hit your <laughs> friends with it, and then once they ran away, you'd park it somewhere high up, and then crawl into the gunner seat, and then you'd shoot at people from, uh, from above. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did it. every cheap move in every game I've done. Uh, it, it's yeah. just so wild how, even to this day, how playable this game is. Yeah, like, you could play it now, and like like I said, there's some levels where it goes too long, or it's like too repetitive. But the game is still super fun, and like like two thousand like I've tried playing a lot of games from two thousand one right now. Oh yeah, it, they're not going to be fun. Yeah, oh, the man. only old game I ever play is Heroes of Might and Magic three, and it's great. Although I actually did try to play Hero or regular Might and Magic seven, which came out in the same year, mm-hmm. and it is fucking trash. And I love that game a lot. And then I played it a week ago off of goodoldgames.com, which is, I guess, our sponsor for today. Um, and then <laughs> it was fucking terrible. It was so compared to modern games, like everything yeah. about it was fucking trash. It was crazy. Every yeah. Heroes of Might and Magic game is the same game. One through if they still make it. Yeah, I think there's it's seven the of them. It's the exact now. same game. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, don't, it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. If it, if it ain't Have broke. Have you played any of the new Halos? Uh, no. I played. I played like whatever. Which one had the sword? Was that two or three? Where they introduced the sword where you like rushed up on people and sliced them? Ah, hard to remember. I think it was two. I think think two two may have been three busted out like other melee options like the hammer and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'd say the closest thing I've played to that game have been some of the more recent Call of Duties. Did Halo introduce (laughs) looking through the sights? Did, Did Halo one have where there was one button to like aim? 
Hmm. Or did you just? I think Halo did have the like L to look through the site, R to shoot mechanic. Yeah, because that's that's another thing that's interesting. Is like you can't run; you have to like walk slower and look down the sights. I feel like that changes the game a little. Sure. Bit. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of shooters in those days that like don't feel as good because like you just move around without any feel of sense of weight uh, or or gravity. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what the Halo games have always done, and even in the first one, is like uh, you do feel like you kind of have weight to your movement you know and uh when you shoot it's not a perfectly accurate right like they it, just started to like add more realities to it than i think sh- other shooters yeah. before that like duke nukem and stuff and those games were good for like different guns provided you like a different sightline thing and i think there's more of this in two and three i think it's a little bit in the first one where like if you use the l to aim with like a rifle you'd get a certain kind of frame versus a pistol yeah. versus a shotgun versus whatever that made the guns really feel and perform differently beyond just like, oh, this gun shoots from far away, but it would like actually feel like you'd see further or whatever. I feel like that's what's hard with like making sequels to first person shooter games is because a lot of what makes them good is their balance. Like, it's oh, this feel. is a shotgun. This is something else. But then you have to top it the next thing. So you're yeah. like, oh, we're going to add swords. But that throws off the game balance. And that's like now we have this thing where you can see through walls and it just goes and kills their family in the past. So they never existed. <laughs> and I'm like, now the whole Give me that weapon. That, now the whole dynamic of the <laughs> entire game is off because you were so trying to, like, make the better weapon, right, which the, I the, get it because it's like, how else would you sell? The classic uh, Dragon Ball Z problem. <laughs> yeah, where they just keep recharging. Yeah, where it just uh, you kill you kill Frieza and then you get Cell and you kill Cell and then you get uh, uh, Boo and everyone just gets getting bigger and stronger and it makes you know, less and less as, sense. Uh, as the popular, critically acclaimed film Phantom Menace, to quote, "There's always oh. a bigger fish." Yeah, that's true. I am upset with you for your appraisal. Uh-huh. But and uh, because I'm so, a- <laughs> I'm so mad that we're going to need to take a quick commercial break for me to hey. cool down so I don't strangle Griffin through the internet. All right, I'm crossing this bridge. Oh, well, the bridge is shaking. What's happening? Uh, didn't you see there's a hat on the bridge? When the hat's on, uh, when the bridge is rocking, don't come a walking. I'm a troll trying to have sex under my bridge. Have you ever been that a troll trying to have sex under your bridge, but then people just keep on walking? They don't even notice the hat or the bridge a-rockin'. Well, now's the time for you to sign up with us, Neon Sign Corp. We'll make a neon sign for anyone. It doesn't matter who you are. A dumpster raccoon, a troll, a doctor? Anyone can have a neon sign that you can just turn off whenever you want. Pop it on and say, I'm having sex right now. Put that on a bridge and no one will go on there ever. By day, I'm a doctor. By night, I have sex in public places and I expect a certain level of privacy. That's why I love this product. I'm also a doctor. One out of one doctors approve and they say you need a neon sign. Hey there, Internet. Welcome back to the Game Boys podcast. I'm still Lux. Your co-host is still Griffin Davis and your guest is still Matt Harbert. Um, We are here. (laughs) We are talking about Halo and this is the part of the podcast where we rate that Game Boys. So here's how it goes. Uh, Matt, we're going to give this a uh, rating on a scale of one to five joysticks, uh, five being the best. And then we'll uh, give a little reasoning behind our rating. And that's it. So you being our guest, uh, courtesy dictates you go first. So what do you got? I picked it one through five. I'd say five. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's your, you, you choose. But it's your, it's your, it's your joysticks. You use yeah. them how you want. Five joysticks is one too many joysticks, right? 
Well, you yeah. we were talking earlier about yeah, for your know, joysticks were scary, but we're not scared of them anymore. I'm going to give it five joysticks. Hell yeah. yeah. Boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Perfect uh, game. Griff Dog, what you got? It sounds like you might agree. Uh, it's so close to a five for me. It's a 4.5 for me. You got to uh, sound like you have taste. Uh, that's how you sound. No, no <laughs> that's what you do. You give it an almost perfect. Yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm smart. So I give it a 4.5. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, yeah, fuck it. I have no taste. It's a five out of five. There are some things that make it a little long in the tooth. That's true. Uh, you're right. But uh, for what it did, it is a, it is a, it's, you know, it's a momentous, uh, event in video game history that affected FPS for years to come and it was a special place in my own gaming experience so I think it achieves what it wants to and it's a 5 out of 5. Yeah I think that I think that if we were to rate it as far as like mechanics versus games now I don't think it quite holds up but it was made so long ago it is doing exactly what it tries to do it changed the way video games work forever it's a five out of five for me too. That's a triple five. That's a perfect yeah. score. Perfect score. I don't know how many of those is Katamari Damacy. Yes, it's our second full five out of five. Katamari Damacy. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it means clump spirit. Is that a good game? It's an incredible game. It's, it's a five out of five. It's a five out of five. It's a perfect game. I, I have to try it out now. Yeah, yeah. it's a, also honestly a really fun game for children. Check out that episode. Even, Katamari. Even, yeah. even the tiniest of children. Yeah, featuring Rory Blank. Shouts out. Uh, Rory drew the shirt I'm wearing right now. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, now that we've gotten those ratings, it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Mentally Out of Segments. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the segment segment. Um, Griffin, do you want to go first or want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Welcome back to segments of segments. Uh, my first segment is... Oh, What's that sound? I'm going to play a sound from video games, and you guys have to guess what that sound is. Oh. I'll let our guests guess first. Maybe Lux can help if he, if he has a good idea. Yeah, let's hear that, let's hear that sound. Game. I'm going to say Advance Wars? Nope. It, or is it one of the Final Fantasies? Yeah, this, nope. Is it not Final Fantasy song? Is it Zelda song? Is it gonna? Maybe the end will like make it. It's more not fun. in a major Zelda song uh, game. It might be on one of the like. Yeah, it's just like weird it's a fan- Zelda it's like a 16 bit fantasy game song. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like maybe Chrono Trigger? Ooh, that's, um, a, that's a good guess. Maybe it's like the weird music that I'm using. That's... Yeah, maybe we just don't know it also. <laughs> oh, that's different. Wait, this sounds like Pokemon now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, the it Pokemon was, evolving music. Yeah, okay. You can't throw Pokemon through a Chrono Trigger filter yeah, to that throw us off the was set. Pokemon through like a Final Fantasy 3 filter in a major way. Here's what happened. I accidentally played Pokemon Leaf Green Fire Red instead of Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. you fucked up. Uh, yeah. Wow. Another failed segment. <laughs> All right. Well, you're ready for step. another failed segment. <laughs> Um, this one is titled, Is He an Orgy Guy? Um, Uh I'm going to name some video game characters and you guys can decide together if they are or are not an orgy guy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Uh, like into the band or into like having a bunch of people together and, and I actually forgot about the band. Um, but I, I guess either, but. Yeah, I guess we'll say. Okay, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go say the lens whether, of the band. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say whether they're into the band orgy and whether they want to have sex with multiple it's, partners right, at the so, same time. Um, first up on my list is uh, 
the first member of the DK crew, it's Donkey Kong. All right, Donkey Kong is is wants to have sex with multiple people at the same time, does not like the band Orgy. Sure, and uh, maybe we could play a little bit of Orgy uh, right now just for the fans, just mm-hmm. for the audience to understand what's going on here. All right. Is that Orgy? Tie yourself to me, some no myself with me. I can't believe Orgy is at your house, Griffin. <laughs> 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 the entire band orgy. Is yeah, I brought orgy. I'll, they don't have a lot going on. So if you just say their name, they'll show up. All They're right, going uh, through a carbon okay, phase. After, uh, next, after Donkey Kong, we have everyone's favorite space bounty hunting woman. It's Samus Aran. Orgy guy or no? I don't think Samus is an orgy girl. You don't? No, I don't think so. Um, but you know, who am I to say for any of these? What, You're what the, someone... the, the person playing the game. <laughs> Do you think they're an orgy guy? Like you are the person. I'm gonna say no. All right. What about you, Matt? I'm gonna say no. She is not an orgy uh, lady. I'm gonna say she is into the band Orgy. <laughs> sure. I, mean, I think it's <laughs> lonely out there in yeah. space. I feel like they had like a very kind of future depression uh kind of yeah. style that sure. i think also goes with the like metroid um you know so she's kind of, kind of a reverse donkey kong if you will she yeah i would say samus is a reverse donkey kong yeah and they also wrote a lot of songs about rolling into balls yeah so a reverse right. donkey kong is also the name of a type of orgy <laughs> yeah, sure sure um all right last but well maybe least on this list is uh toad Oh man, Toad, orgy guy. See now, this is like one where my prejudices would be like an orgy guy, or like maybe I wait. I wished that he'd be an orgy guy, but I feel like he might be playing hard to get. All right, say okay. no. All right, orgy is not into the band orgy. First off, or Toad is not into. Yeah. Toad doesn't I mean, like honestly, the band I'm orgy. Not sure no. the band orgy is that into the band orgy. Yeah. No, Toad does not like the band orgy. I'm gonna say Toad is not an orgy person, but Toad is one of those weird key party. I think Toad is a weird swinger. Sure, sure, sure. The quiet Whoa. one, you know what I mean? That just kind of <laughs> like looks askance every, like looks to the side every once in a while, and you're like, you're not talking much, and you're like the most worried about them doing something <laughs> wrong to you because they're just like not opening up enough. Like they, they just go. <laughs> right isn't that all they do yeah. yeah no i mean basically you're yeah my my answer list that i wrote down had toad as an orgy guy but i'm pretty convinced by your response that toad's not quite an orgy guy he's like a borderline like you said he's like a key partier i think that's exactly he's a weird right. swing party guy well thank you for fixing this orgy segment <laughs> um, that went better than i expected um and so did this whole well, actually this episode went exactly as well as i expected because we had a great guest and speaking of which where can the people on the internet find more of you if they would like to find more of you uh since we're wrapping it up i must say one thing about Please. halo Throwing a sticky bomb on someone's back is called crack on your back. That is what you call it. You're saying this as if this people is, disagree with you. I'm just <laughs> saying a lot, of, hard a lot of controversy it's, in the Halo community. A lot of controversy. But is it, it is it is a coveted spine? move. It's a coveted move. It's one of those trolling moves where you're not actually trying to win. You're just trying to make your friends upset. Oh, friendly fire grenades. Uh, no, even if the, it's just like you go out of your way to like not even try to win you're just trying to put a sticky bomb on their back oh yeah that's that's an important thing okay sorry that's no, very, i had to get that out it I'm was very no, important i'm glad that we got that on wax um and now 
Uh, do your plugs. Where can people find you if they want to find uh, more Matt Harbert content? Uh, MattHarbert.com would probably take you there. Uh, it has all my links, but Matt Harbert, Twitter.com, Matt Harbert, Instagram, Matt Harbert, YouTube, Matt Harbert. Uh, but yeah, MattHarbert.com will take you to all those places. If you want to watch that Mario video, it is on my YouTube. I made a fake Smash Brothers announcement. Yeah, check out all those videos and uh, check out his sketch team. Yeah, Royale at the Pack Theater if you're in the L.A. area. Which week is it? At? Uh, the third Wednesday third of Wednesdays. every month. Yep. It's Royale and Haymaker, two of my favorite teams of the Pack Theater. That's a fun night of comedy, guys. Go check it out. Pack Sketch is a really cool place to watch and do comedy. Yeah, that's what I hearing from us. And, and 10 and years guest. from now, normal people will believe us. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that representation to recognize it. Uh, but anyways, uh, guys, follow Game Boys Pod on Instagram. It's a it's a culture. It's a way of life. Follow me at Shut Up Griffin. Check out Dad's new apartment on YouTube. Lux, take it away. Uh, you can follow me, Lux, on Twitter at ML Surfboard. You can follow, get more Game Boys updates on the Facebook page. No, you can't. Well, you will eventually once we connect <laughs> no, with these. Once we connect to the Instagram and to some other stuff, what? you will. Um, <laughs> so get like it now, preemptively, um, for when it gets good. Get it on the ground floor, the hip way. Anyways, um, you can find my videos on YouTube at Wisecrack and also uh, Not Even a Show. A lot of the videos got taken down, but I think they're back, maybe, but they might still be banned. I can't remember. Um, and part of what you do by the time this. I love that you're promoting banned shows, Facebooks that haven't been updated. What was it? Was it copyright material? Yeah, you're just it so was, we prank call alt right radio shows and then use the footage to make goofy videos of them and someone DMCA'd the account. Oh, that's so awesome. That's a great idea. I love it. It was fucking hilarious, but unfortunately in most of the video, I think there's a new one now, but most of the videos are temporarily gone. But anyways, um, last but certainly not least is that by the time this comes out, uh, Party World Wrestling uh, will be raising money on the Indiegogo for our next show, Necroslam. So go to the Party World Wrestling Facebook and look up the Indiegogo link and donate some money to that if you're not going to send money directly to me and Griffin, which is what Very you should do. Very funny, talented wrestlers. Support support a young, blossoming indie wrestling scene. And also, make sure you go on, YouTube, or on iTunes and give us five stars and a positive review. It super helps and makes us feel really good about ourselves. Anyways, that is the show. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Matt Harbour. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your, in, your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morden. And your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, everyone. We love you. Thank you very much. Boys! Combat Evil!